Hi, everyone. Welcome to Mixtape Mixtape. Podcast, podcast. I'm your host, Julia. And I'm your host, Mike. And each episode, we pick a topic and we make you a mixtape. What's this week's topic, Julia? Um, I don't know, Mike. What is this week's topic? Get off my dick, bro. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. That old verbiage of uh, the Irish to the British. Yes. Very nice. Irish songs for St. Patty's Day are... <laughs> Welcome to the show, Michael. Thanks, Julia. It's good to be back here with you and with just ourselves today. I know, uh, no Super Christina. Engineer Christina is she's gone. She she's bailed. Gonna, she's gonna hate editing this episode. Man. Hell, yeah, she is. <laughs> it's the price you pay for not being here to supervise the two spider monkeys throwing poop at each other, <laughs> which is what we are. That We're, hence. Hence me saying get off my dick, bro, as a uh, intro to a thing, which means nothing to nothing. Uh, backstory on that. I just happened to say that um, while Julie and I were setting up and we said, that's a good intro. Let's go with that. We were like, <laughs> what would Christina love in an intro? Right. And what would I like to be on the internet forever associated with my <laughs> name? So we yeah. could do a little quotation mark T-shirt with that. Get off my dick, bro. From Mike. Yeah. Anyway. I think. Yeah. Uh, I think. I think it'll sell I yeah i think good. so so anything special happening in the world of julia gulia okay so on er let's just catch everyone oh up championship right er now. talk hold on dude <laughs> we got, i gotta have one of those things that like plays the theme for er like right here it's all ding 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 yeah, yeah so what what season of er are you on so i'm on season seven. Oh, um, okay so you're rounding it out like you're oh, you're yeah, almost ready yeah. to start over John is like so sick of me talking about, you know, who was in ER today? You know, who's on that? Yeah, right. Um, yeah. So like, what have I seen? There's so many celebrities always that are on there. Uh, One of the guys from MASH came back as Alan like, Alda. Yeah. He no. Was, oh, yeah. Alan Alda. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. was like Carrie's teacher, but he was like right. kind of losing his memory and he was sure, practicing. Yeah. So really tough episode there. Um, it was like my favorite episode is when Carter and Lucy get stabbed by the, right. the psychotic yes. patient. Yes, yes, yes. <clears throat> that was really good episode. I love that episode. Um, yeah, it's and like we talked about, it's the uh, <laughs> we were we're we're devoting a few minutes of championship <laughs> ER talk. <laughs> yeah, so we are legitimately. If, if either of us had the time, we would absolutely do a championship ER talk where we just broke down each episode. Totally. Because it's really good. You know, and ER is written by Michael Crichton. It's not like it was written by a slouch. Like, he wrote the original story. So if you like Jurassic Park, then you like, you know, ER. Which, funny (laughs) enough, I'm reading Jurassic Park. I started reading Jurassic Park. I've always wanted to, and then I never made the connection that he was involved in both projects. So I'm like, okay, I'll give it a shot. Um, Anyway. I I regret not, like, when I started watching it, like, I should have started posting on each episode like the celebrity that i saw in right. this week's er yeah, you yeah. know like i should have started yeah who's who there. among er stars and it's it's pretty it's pretty extensive i mean william mm-hmm. h macy's in it and 
and all these young stars that are that are kind of in it that a lot of them actually were re, were like reoccurring characters some are just cameos and yeah. then some went on to be really really big you know so it, it's it's insane I'm tr- I was trying to think of like the most relevant one now and it's Ling Ma who Oh yeah yeah Ling she- yeah Ling Ling Ma is she's in the uh she's in the uh Ming-Na, not Ling-Ma. Her Ming-Na. name's Ming-Na. Yes, yeah. sorry. Uh, but yeah, no, as soon as I saw her on The Mandalorian, I was like, oh, Ming-Na, I knew her name. I yeah. like knew I knew her her name. And I'm like, oh, yeah, she's, if you think about her, she's been in so many great franchises. She's in the Star mm-hmm. Wars franchise. I think she was in one other. She was in ER, and she was in another really big franchise. Yeah, I know. She's, she's had a like, huge career. Huge yeah. career. So, and, like, I, and she looks good. Like, oh, dude, yeah. It makes me yeah, question how young she was when she shot ER. Because that was like, well, she turns up in the very first season and then comes back later. And comes like back, right. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, she's at least 50, I would think. Oh, she has to be at least 50. But she at looks least. so good. But so yeah, good. she's she kills it, dude. And yeah, you know, they say a lot of things about skin that don't crack. Uh, yeah. But Asian skin, <laughs> absolutely. That, that didn't crack. Yeah. As, long as, you're, as long as you're not like, chain smoking 30 packs a day well you know totally. three packs a day i think you're you're gonna be doing all right but anyway uh so we're serious about championship yard talk go ahead oh, and yeah. let us know if you would tune into that i don't think it'd be you know what though there's probably dorks around the world that like love mm-hmm. er you know there are and there's already er podcasts Trust oh, is me, there? i looked there's like five er podcasts and they all went up to like <clears throat> the first season and then they stopped Oh, like, these guys are slouches. Yeah. Because what, there's 22 episodes a season back then? Because that was like when TV was real? 22 uh, episodes a season. There was at least, I think, 13 seasons. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there was a lot. There was a <laughs> That's lot. That's a commitment. No, so. seriously. I, here's, here's, here's how ER went through the, the course of the, the track of my life is <laughs> I was still kind of at home watching yeah. TV when ER came out. And then I went and I was in a band forever and traveled the country. Didn't watch TV at all. Didn't even like... I didn't see friends till like friends was five or six years old. I didn't even know what that was. Mm-hmm. And I still, it, it's terrible. So yeah. who cares? Um, and then, uh, but I, I had, uh, I had been in a band for a bunch of years and then I stopped and I started working again. Like I was like, okay, now I'm getting a job and I've got to go back to school. And it was still on then. Oh, I'm yeah. like, Oh, I got to go back and watch all these ER episodes that I missed. Cause I only saw the first season and a half and then I had to go catch it all up on TNT and it was dope. I used yeah. to stay home days and watch it like, oh, man. So cool. So yeah. Good. Anyway. But uh, so Irish drinking songs. So get off my dick. Uh, get off my dick. <laughs> Irish uh, drinking <clears throat> songs or newer Irish bands or Irish bands in general. This is yeah. So here, here's Irish. how it goes. How 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 uh, <laughs> Julie and I do not communicate at all. She said uh, Irish. Irish song, Irish bands. Uh-huh. Or drinking songs, and I heard uh-huh. Irish drinking songs. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, just like the other thing, how was black artists, and I was like, exploited black artists? No problem. <laughs> I got you. I just add my own narrative to it, so I there apologize. You. It works. Why not? Yeah. The Why only not? reason I didn't want to do another drinking episode is, one, maybe that's offensive to the Irish. It's a stereotype. It is. They have a whole holiday built around it. They're not making any bones about it. They know what they do. Is that the Irish's holiday as well, or is it just an yes. American thing? No, it's a huge Irish holiday. It's huge in Ireland, huge. And they, uh, and it'd be like it'd be like saying um, Cinco de Mayo was a Mexican holiday, and then 
you know, the stereotype is like, oh, what are we? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know whatever the stereotype is. We're going to wear sandals and sombreros around. That's probably offensive. Yeah. But Irish and drinking kind of is like, yeah, okay. I'm sure we, there's some Irish people who don't drink at all. Yeah. Uh, I just don't know any. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, it's a minor uh, holiday here. And it's also like right around my birthday. So I really enjoy the holiday because you can go out, have a drink, and then, you know, sober up. And then the next day I get to celebrate my birthday. So I get two days of drinking. So it's Look pretty at awesome. you. Yeah. Birthday diva. Birthday diva. Um, it's my birthday. I've been watching <laughs> Vanderpump Rules um, replays, uh, mm-hmm. and I realize why. It's the same why, same reason why people watch Casey Anthony and things like that. It's because they make you feel better about being alive and, and yeah. being yourself. And yeah. Uh, and yeah, so I'm nearing the end on that. <laughs> uh, but uh, you want to talk about all these divas that make a big deal about their birthdays? Like, hey. You're inconsequential. Nobody gives a shit about you. Uh, hate to tell you this, but you're just like all of us where you're going to work, you're going to live, and you're going to die. So <laughs> so nobody gives a shit that it's your birthday, Stassi. Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to be a birthday diva this month. So whatever. Please it's my birthday. It. You deserve it. No one got to celebrate their birthdays last year. So I know. And I was like the first round. So I didn't. I actually oh, I went to. Right. Yeah, we yeah. went to a place called Bottoms Up. Uh, mm-hmm. Which is a um, very divey bar, very divey, like edgy, shady uh-huh. West Anaheim bar uh, filled with Westies. So we go in there, which is the slang term for West Anaheimers. Um, uh-huh. We went in there and uh, yeah, they were just closing everything down. It was St. Patrick's Day. They were closing everything down. And the guy we walked in, the guy goes, goes, cash only. I'm not running any tabs. If the police come, you forfeit your drink. I ain't making you anything. I ain't refunding any money. That's the like, type of bar you sweet. want to get. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I got this Bushmills hat when I was there, uh, right off the top of the bar. I'm hoping to go back this year and just exchange the hat. Like the hat is perfect, <laughs> but I'm just gonna go. Yep. Okay. Change it out. Yeah. And have my new Bushmills hat for the rest of the year. Anyway. I feel like I've been to Bushmills when I went to Ireland. You probably were. Bush. It was closed when I was there, which kind of sucks. But yeah. uh, when John and I, when your husband and I were there um, mm-hmm. together. I went. I went to Guinness by myself, and mm-hmm. I, you know, and I was gonna go to Bushmills, but they were under. They were. They're like, oh, they're closed for like another year. I was like, yeah, Shit, we sucks. did some whiskey tour, which was really interesting. And then I, we walked the Guinness place, but I think you had to go through the whole tour to like do the tasting room. Am I wrong? No, no, you no? didn't have to do that. Oh. You can actually just walk because the uh, the Guinness factory is really rad. It's actually done up kind of like a pint where it's almost like the Guggenheim in New York where you walk up a mm, ramp. Cool. And by the time you get to the very top, that's like the they have a circular bar, like the top of the glass, basically, where you could see all around Dublin, and they have these etchings on the windows. So you can go up there and get a free pint of Guinness. Okay. Uh, it's, re- it's really cool. But it, it's fun. It's fun. I took the tour, and then I did the Guinness tastings where I did, like, a bunch of them over the years. Like, this is the difference between how we, when we started and how we do it now and – so it was pretty cool. I liked it. But anyway, Rad. leading me to Irish drinking songs. Yes. So I will go first if you don't mind. Yeah. Or do I'll you allow it. Do it. You'll allow it? Okay. So uh, we didn't play this the last time. Uh, we did Irish music, uh, but it's by Buck09, and it's called Irish Drinking Song. <laughs> I really like this song. <laughs> so yeah, I do too. So here it is, Irish Drinking Song by Buck09.
always love that song. It's fun to sing along to. It's like just a good party song. Factually accurate. I don't know. Drink it, drink it, drink it, drink it, drink it, drink it, fight. Drink it, drink it, And is it making fun of the stereotypes? Yes, it is. Is it parroting them or is it supporting them? It might be doing a bit of both. Who knows? Yep. Whatever, man. We're not experts. We're just putting it all out there. I'm not here to be the, uh, I'm not here to educate. I'm just here to, to make a list of these songs and play them. Like, you you make it what you want. Were the Menendez brothers guilty? I don't know. They actually Wait, were. They actually, they, okay. They, they did were. some pretty terrible stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, they maybe did. the maybe the dad raped him. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Different tune into Championship Menendez talk <laughs> <laughs> next week. <laughs> different episode, Mike. Different totally episode. different episode. Okay. okay well, what do you got? So, not a drinking song, but definitely an Irish band. I've been listening to a lot of 90s music lately, so I found... Are you going to let it linger? I actually have them. Yes, I know you do. As a contingency, just Mm -hmm. in case. They're on the the B list, but ready to to pinch hit whenever. (laughs) Gotcha. Um, But I'm going to play Ash. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, And I I just, I really like them. I I, I don't know what kind of music you would categorize them in. Is it just like alternative? Well, yeah, I would 90s say that. 90s alternative. Yeah, yeah, I'd say that. But um, yeah, I really enjoy them, and I've been listening to a lot of them lately. So here is Shining Light. You've always been a thorn in the side, but to me, you're a shining light. You're alive and the night is alive. Yeah, you are a shining Yeah, I like that band, and I like the, um, they're kind of like shoegazy side, they're kind of a big, a big airy sound, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I like it, I like, I've, I've liked them, I kind of forgot about them, to be honest. Uh, yeah, I didn't know, it seems like they were a pretty decent sized band, or they, they had pretty good success, like in the 90s, I, I never really, they weren't ever a band that popped up when you think of typical 90s music for me. No, yeah, no, and I don't, to be honest, I don't really think about them, other than the fact that, uh. I the I forget the name of that first record they had, but I yeah I I, I had a couple of their CDs back in the day, ah, so that tells I you. Those. Uh, I I bought it. Mm-hmm. I think I bought them at like Moby Disc or a place like that. <laughs> <laughs> I love a pun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, good choice though. Really good choice. Now I feel bad because all mine are about drinking. No, then it's a good balance of like serious. <laughs> let's take the Irish <laughs> serious for a second. And then uh, let's uh, let's take a jab. Or let's take let's... a jab. Okay, let's punch <laughs> him in the mouth. Great. Well, screw it then. I'm going to play Stiff Little Fingers. <laughs> Done. Uh, this is Drinking Again by Stiff Little Fingers. They count because they're an Irish band. Yes. So you you kind of you got an A for for both. Categories. Oh, they're all going to be Irish bands. Okay. They're all going to be Irish bands. So I I'm technically right. It's just the, the subject matter is about drinking. It's right? a very niche. Subject. Yeah. 
Well, I don't know. Among Irish bands, it seems to be pretty pretty maxi instead of mini. There you know, you uh, thanks for but, using that correct terminology. Yes, yeah, so the they're they're macro, not micro. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Stiff Little Fingers obviously is one of the quintessential, fundamental, you know, Irish punk kind of style bands. Yeah. And without Stiff Little Fingers, there's clearly no Green Day or Descendants or any of those bands. So, um, good band. I think this is probably from um, a later record. <laughs> I didn't never knew I, them to have a penny whistle know. and accordion in the band. So yeah. there you go. I wouldn't anyway. know. Speaking of drinking, I found a new cider. You remember when we started drinking cider on the show? And then yeah, we and we stopped. were trying to. Yeah, yeah. Well, we didn't Sissies. really put much effort into it, but I found a new one. Um, it's called Bivouac Cider mm-hmm. Works. Yes, I it's know Bivouac Cider Works. It's strawberry ginger. A little too much ginger for me, but. Not bad. So is it spicy and sweet? It just has... I'm just not a fan of that gingery taste. Unless yeah. it's for, like, health purposes. You're, like, drinking a yeah, a, you gotta, a juice or something. Like, mm-hmm. I don't enjoy it for entertainment. You purposes. lack the juice. You lack the juice. Gotcha. Different different group to affect okay. there. But, yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> still good. Um, let's see. Who am I going to play next? I'm going to play this band called elm i think it's elm or elm um they're a newer band they just they have a bunch of singles but no like full album yet or at least not on spotify and um this song is called paris i think this is a song i read about where they have a trans drummer and i think the song is about that um that person's life ish okay I was going to say that person in the band, the trans union of that person into the band. <laughs> yes. The okay. merger, the contract the merger, signing, the all confluence, of it. <laughs> The confluence of this person in the band. Okay. But let's take a listen. I kept myself in the dark and I admit it, admit it, admit it. A liar took hold of my heart. I just want to go right now. I liked it. It sounded like uh, that song reminds me of a band Shonda Rhimes would have play, uh, you know, the credits on uh-huh. her next uh, her next uh, drama or yeah. uh, whatever. Uh, no, not a bad, not a bad sound band at all. I think they're really good. Um, uh, I know nothing about that band. So no, neither I, did I. I was just looking up Irish bands today and found a whole list. Um, but pretty cool. Um, and it's very like dancey, poppy. Yeah. Radio friendly stuff. Sure. Um, sounds yeah. like it. Sounds like that would be a, uh, like I said, one of those, I don't know, there's beauty in the breakdown kind of songs. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Who sang that song? I don't know. It sounds like an Irish band, but anyway, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about, man. Come on. It's not like we're dedicating a whole episode to Irish bands or anything. No, yeah, no, no. Well, Irish drinking bands. I don't know anything about these. You want to get all highbrow. Homework. Yeah. Um, so again, we have, we should probably put it in writing. Like here's what it is. Here's so I can go back and check and go like not not what I heard, but what it actually is. Okay. Uh, okay so uh, so here's a band that you know from okay. Ireland uh, called the Cardigans, uh, and so I need some fine wine and you you need to be nicer is the name of the song. <laughs> I need some fine wine and you you need to be nicer. 
got to be in the top 20 coolest uh coolest district descriptive song titles but anyway here it is <laughs> i need some fine wine you you need to be nice well it's been a long slow collision of a kiss for your adult maybe you're found in clear conditions but you're handsome in the fog so i need some fine wine and you you need to be nicer for the good times and the bad times i love the cardigans so yeah, I much. do too. I think they're really great. I recently re-listened to um, the album Life. Oh yeah, and like that song Carnival. It's just oh, yeah. so yeah. good. I I just they're so talented, and I just I've always enjoyed them so much. I got I went to go see them at the Will Turn like years ago. Oh um, cool! And it was when when their first record came out, and that's how good they were. It's like for being the type of band they were, they made musicians of all stripes go and see them you know we all mm-hmm. wanted to check them out uh but um they were so so good and i just i love the way their songs are composed there's these weird breakdowns in different places and like in that song there's like weird cowbell that just comes in out of nowhere and <laughs> weird timing signatures they're really great so and really good storytellers too so uh i liked it too do you know like have they broken up i don't know i was looking like their last album was 2005 Oh, okay. Well, maybe that's so, from that. Like, did they break up? Or are they just on hiatus? It feels like that's one of those bands that should be doing like a twenty-year album, right? Yeah, tour yeah, yeah. Type. for sure. Yeah. Well, dude, that once that Love Fool song was so big, right? Back in that the song day, was I mean, huge, huge everywhere. It was in movies, and it was mm-hmm. in the in the mall, and on soundtracks, and and like you know, and MTV. I mean, it was crazy. That song was crazy. So I'll look into that. I'll look into that. We'll do that in there. Uh, in another episode, we'll say, where are they now? Oh, that's be, yeah, we should do that. Where are they now episode? Never That'd thought of doing that before. Yeah. New right. Time. Pen that down. Pen that I down. Am. All right. What do you got next for our Irish songs? Um, I'll play an older band, a more well-known band, I guess. Okay. Uh, I'll play My Bloody Valentine. Ooh, cool. Yeah. Good choice. Good. Good choice. Good choice. I'll say it ahead of time. And Good this choice. is When You Sleep. I like my bloody Valentine a lot. Um, and I got, I grew to love them kind of like later on in life. And for years, uh, I was in a band called, uh, my superhero and they were in my bloody Valentine. So every time I would check for our CDs, I would see their CD right behind us or sometimes yeah. in front of us. Or that's how I knew like we didn't have any CDs there. Cause I would see <laughs> my bloody Valentine. So for years I didn't like them because I was like, I don't even know. It sounds like a dumb, sounds like a dumb metal band, dude. I don't know who this, who this band is. And then I actually listened to them and they were really good so many guitar pedals on that oh. on that music it's like gosh that guy man i 
I've never seen them live, but I can imagine their guitar pedals got to the guitar player's guitar pedals got to be massive. It's got to have a huge rack of them. But uh, really cool band, though. Really cool. Yeah, so, it's like choice. every current shoegazy band. You totally, is, yeah, are influenced yeah. by my mm-hmm. bloody Valentine. Oh yeah. yeah, and they and they probably are. You know, let's yeah. be real. Um, let's 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 be real with that. That them and uh, what's that other band? Um, God, we always talk about this man, or we've talked about it before, and I blanked on it then too. Uh, oh, boy. I forget. Oh boy, I'm old. Nah. Mm. Mm, eh, it's not important. Nah, eh, it'll not come important. back to you. <laughs> Nobody cares. Hey, no one's listening. Play the anyway. damn song. Play the songs. All right. Um. Well. Uh. Well. Uh. Well. I'm gonna play. Uh. I'm gonna play Thin Lizzy. Because okay. they're from Ireland and they rock. So, play Thin Lizzy. Uh. This band, this song is about drinking, but probably like the after effects of drinking and how okay. um, maybe you shouldn't drink anymore. It's called "Got to Give It Up." <laughs> Here it is. He tried until he nearly choked. In the end, he lost his battle. Drinking alcohol. A millennial out. Yeah. What's their hit song? Uh, Boys are back in town. Ah, got it. Guess okay. who just got mad today? Yeah, they're just no, they're known as being like a rock god kind of band. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I was never. I mean, they're way too old for me to, as a kid to like. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, they're probably my brother really liked them. He was ten years older than me. He probably would be into Thin Lizzy and like Molly Hatchet and bands like that. Okay. I'm not so into them, but I know they're Irish and the song is about drinking, sort of. <laughs> so, so it fit. Yeah, it no. Fit. Yeah, it fit. It's, it's a good song. I just don't know much about like that genre of music has mm-hmm. never been my world. Like, yeah, Cheap of course. Trick, Thin Lizzy, that style of stuff, which but I know again, Cheap Trick is a good band. Yeah, yeah. Cheap just, Trick is a great band, and yeah. and they're really respected actually by uh, rock people and alternative mm-hmm. people too. Um, same thing with Mata Hoople or Mata Hoople. Or they're the, they're know. another band that's like that, an English rock band okay. that everybody kind of com- compares to a band that was making the transition to laying out some inroads to rock music and and alternative music as well so uh but yeah then lizzie was just a stadium rock band they were just a you know they're kind of like kiss only with much better lyrics i think and way more talented people don't Mm -hmm. don't hate me kiss people if you're into kiss you're probably not listening to the show but (laughs) i don't think we've ever played a kiss song on here oh i don't think we ever will but i'll talk about the movie detroit rock city did you ever see that uh yes i did i loved that movie as yeah like those four boys trying to get to a kiss concert yeah one has a super like religious mom who stops right. him at, at every angle. Yeah, um, I know. And 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 there was the Kiss Mania was so big too, like in the late seventies. There, when I was a kid, I I used to get trading cards for whatever reason because we go to the store and you know to be honest, my brother would go to the store, my sister would go to the store, and they were getting buying zigzags, which you would use to roll weed in. Oh, okay. uh, and they needed a reason to go there, so it was like, oh, we're gonna go get Mike some trading cards and like bubble gum so uh-huh. i had kiss cards and i had star wars cards they had these little cards with bubble gum in them 
Um, and I remember getting that, but I remember having all these, all these kiss cards. I didn't even know what kiss was, but it had these little fun facts about kiss on the back of them. I'm like, dude, these guys must be huge. If they, now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, they were like, they'd made it to the, to the tops world to like the baseball card world. Yep. You know, it was pretty crazy how big they were, but yeah, I, I've never been a kiss person. Um, the songs are really super lame. I think I don't really Very cheesy super cheesy and and you know what if if you watch something like um like this is spinal tap which is amazing it's an amazing mm-hmm. movie but it's kind of making fun of band it, it is making fun of kiss really as, as one of the bands yeah you know that it's making fun of so um yeah so watch that forego kiss and watch this is spinal tap it's pretty awesome <laughs> totally it's a good movie it's a really good movie so it's a fun oh, one um let's see let me get to this I just want to be able to share the artist's full name on this. And she's super cute. And I really liked her. Oh, of course they don't say her full name. Okay. Her artist's name is C-Mat. C-M-A-T. Okay. And the song is Another Day. And it kind of reminded me of like... uh, Crap on a crap stick. I just forgot her name. Oh, come on. Oh, she reminds me of like a Lily Allen. Oh, okay. Esque, or at cool. least this song did. So I thought it was cute. Let's listen. Lily Allen. It's All called right. Another Day, parentheses, KFC. Okay, nice. I- I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at that. Baby, give me something else to do. I cried in KFC again over you. And everyone was looking, so I cried some she's really good i just love i love the turn of phrase and i like the way she writes that melody that's really really solid kind of reminds me of um if courtney barnett sounds like um sounds like a slacker that doesn't care this girl sounds like (laughs) she really is trying you know what i mean like (laughs) it's it's the same it's kind of the same thing where she's describing what she did in her day but uh uh, I love it. I love the tongue-in-cheek part of it, too. It's really great. Mm-hmm. It's really I cool. I thought she was really fun. And actually, I'm thinking, now that you said um, Courtney Barnett, I kind of think of, like, Margot Price, who is yeah, a little right. country-ish. Yeah, totally. When I yeah. hear that. Uh, yeah, well, and, and it's the style of guitar that they're playing, too. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it adds to that for sure. I don't think all her music's like that, but that song was a lot of fun. Nice. Yeah, that's super cool. Well, I will definitely look her up. What's your name again? C-M-A-T. C-M-A-T. Okay, cool. Nice. Yep, I um, that was good. So to change gears, totally. Actually, no. I'll play this song. Uh, it's called The Green and Red of Mayo. It's about. It's by a band called The Saw Doctors. And okay. uh, it's it's an Irish song, but it's more about their flag and not necessarily about drinking. So I just threw it in there just to have one that wasn't about drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Take a break. Yeah, well, you know, I just, yeah, well. I feel bad now because you're you're playing all this good music and I'm playing herky jerky hours. But that's only because we have like we have full on miscommunication. We have poor communication a lot of the time. So sorry. Anyway, here's the green and red of mayo by the Saw Doctors. <laughs> From its rolling coastal waters, I can see Patrick's Peak, where one Sunday every summer the pilgrims climb the reek. Where St. Patrick in its solitude looked down a 
It's a little too too traditional for me, but um. I hear you. I hear yeah. you. You know what's funny is the um, the album cover for this. It's mm-hmm. that it's that like '30s photo where all the guys are sitting on the girder eating lunch, like building oh, the Empire like, State Building. Yeah. But like half of the dudes are in the band, so there's a dude with his shirt off. <laughs> there's a dude <laughs> like with a, smoking a cigarette. There's all these other dudes just eating their lunch. It's like, okay, hey, is this real? <laughs> How did you do like, this? Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, that's we real. Okay. Yeah. Traditional Irish. Uh, yeah, I know nothing about the Sod Doctors. <laughs> it's fine. Hey, I don't so know. if this is your first time listening to us, uh, we usually, I, I, I can speak for myself. I usually put in more effort. I, uh, you know, gotta get the theme right. Gotta get the theme right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's like saying, you know. Um, it's like saying, oh, today we're playing children's songs, and I, my, I come in with people who molested children's songs. <laughs> it's not really not Jesus. the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> you took it. You all could've... Michael Jackson and R. Kelly all the time. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Incidentally, mean, yes. talking about that, um, I don't know if you've watched HBO lately. No. There what? is a Woody Allen. Oh, I have not seen that yet. Oh, dude. Yeah. I had no idea. Like, I lived through the Woody Allen trial thing, and I was like, I don't know what happened there. He was dating his daughter. I didn't know. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's pretty heartbreaking that I'm never going to be able to watch a Woody Allen film again. Here, yeah. The only thing I'm thinking of is, like, as you're hearing all this stuff that went on, I'm like, wow, what an incredible filmmaker that I will never, ever get to watch again because mm-hmm. I will never, ever support this guy again. But, jeez, yep. man. Wow. It sucks. Dude, heroes. Attention, Heroes. People, if you're heroes to artists around the world, just please quit screwing around. Like, just keep your nose clean, and just just be a regular human being. Like, mm-hmm. you know, don't sleep with animals or children or kill anybody or pee on people or any. You know, it's like, it ain't yeah. hard. Like, I don't do any of those things, and I function fine. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I get up every day. You know, and I, mm-hmm. I eat and. I do whatever I do, and then I go to sleep. Like, you know, come on. Just please. Memos to heroes. Please. There's people that are counting on you. Woody Allen wrote some beautiful movies. That Night in Paris is an outstanding film. Uh, Manhattan's an outstanding film. Sleeper's a great film. There's all these great movies that he did, and nobody will ever get to... They'll always be asterisk now. And I can't believe yeah. he got greenlit, greenlit after the 90s, you know, to make any more films. He's made one a year since then. Just, jeez. And I'm sure now, like, if you were to ever go back and look or watch oh, totally. a movie, you're going to notice and pick up on all the these s- little... The story of Manhattan is about is about a 17-year-old girl who chases after a 42-year-old man, and they Same. have a relationship, but it makes it okay because she's chasing him, and he's just of a guy, course. so what's he yeah. going to do, right? Yeah. But yeah, all it, it there was a through line. There's a three. It's a three-part documentary called... Uh, uh, Pharaoh versus Alan. Yeah. And it's there's the through line is that in all of his scripts, they all start out wherever they end up. They typically all start out with a young girl who is pining for a very old man. And see, this is how you feel as a fan. Imagine being an actor in his films like you are a part of that. You like signed off and were okay. Yeah. Well, 
Mia Farrow was a star, co-star of his in 14 of those. Yeah. You know, one a year for 14 years. She was also married to him, whatever. And, uh, yeah, you look at that, and my only thing I was thinking when I was watching that is if this guy were like, what if this were not Woody Allen? What if it was, like, Common? Or yeah. what if it were uh, Lil Wayne? Yeah. Or what if, you know, what level of jail would this guy still be in today mm-hmm. totally. versus a beloved uh, highbrow mm-hmm. uh, auteur film director, right? Total, it's 1,000%. Like, that has a that had that has written some of the best stories about New York ever, right? Yeah. Being tried in New York, could the guy get a fair trial in New York? Should have shipped his ass off to Denver and done that same trial totally. and see exactly what would have happened, or Detroit, or let's be honest, <laughs> Detroit, or New Orleans, or yeah. you know Houston, 1,000%. right? So yeah, but anyway, that's those are the thought. I I hate to vent as if this is a therapy session for me. This podcast is, even no, though no, go for I, I think, it. But it, I was really sad watching that yeah. today uh and i was like man oh god no heroes left man like tom hanks okay great fingers crossed on but tom you know hanks. what i mean she, tom hanks drink you know i heard he eats children though so <laughs> he went on oh, told god. me he ate kids so i don't know i don't know i, <laughs> I would believe it then if that's what your your sources are yeah um, i yeah yeah q told me in a text he didn't come right out and say it but it was mm-hmm. in a text and i add up some numbers and then what I had to do is kind of like chart the numbers and the way they chart <laughs> off in the graph made a head of a Gerber baby. And that's how I know. Because, yeah, I didn't you know saw it in a screenshot of a screenshot. Yeah, I got it. I didn't know. OK, I just found this out recently. So if you mm-hmm. knew this, please just, you know, humor me. Uh, I didn't know that QAnon, that the Q from QAnon never really. He posted things, but he never posted directives and that people were just reading the tea leaves of what he wanted them to do. I never realized that until like last week. Yeah. I'm thinking, wait a minute. He never said overthrow the government, never did all this stuff. He d- you just figure that out based mm-hmm. on what? Oh, OK. We had the Dakota ring and we figured it. Great. And that's so. how his hands are like clean of all of it. Right. <laughs> How he, that's probably his thought process of how he could wipe his hands of it. Like, he didn't really say do all of this. This was all these people. But I'm saying, is he a mastermind or is he just like, he just knocked the domino and he was like, well, let's see what happens. (laughs) And then all this stuff just happened. You know? Jeez, man. I'm like, oh, God. Sometimes I hate being alive. (laughs) 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 All right, go ahead. Or modern technology. This is usually where we flip the tape over. And you get the side B now. And what I'm going to promise you about side B is this. Uh, Julia will have really good songs and mine will be about, (laughs) mine will, they all actually will sound like the same song, which is great, which is pretty awesome. (laughs) Well, I hate to break it to you, but we're already on side B. Oh, okay. Sorry. Great. Um, Well, that's good. So this is misery is almost over. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we'll, you can go to sleep soon. Okay. Um, We're going to play. Again, I was just hunting for like new and interesting Irish artists, and this is Erica Cody. It's actually hip hop, cool. but it's um, I got a lot of Aaliyah vibes from it. Oh, cool! Listening nice. to it, so I love '90s R&B a lot. Um, so really enjoyed the song. It's called "Where Are You Really From." So when you gotta ask me, should I? Were you really 
That sounds totally like an Aaliyah song to me. Right? Uh, the like way it's it, produced, too, mm-hmm. and the way the, the, the phrasing of the song and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds totally like an Aaliyah song to me. It's I'm like not very saying that's bad. Vogue. Yeah, that, that, although that was never really my genre. Uh, however, I did grow up in the 90s, and, you know, when we still used to watch MTV and stuff, you couldn't get away from MTV without seeing all that. So mm-hmm. uh, pretty good. Pretty good for what it is, I think. It, You know what it isn't? What? It's no Another Irish Drinking Song by Da Vinci's Notebook. Oh, thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. So I'll keep that in mind. I think this is a cappella, uh, so I'm just going to play this right now. I think it's a cappella, so here we go. My sister has forever closed her smiling Irish eyes. Now everybody's died, so until our tears are dried, we'll drink and drink and drink and drink and then we'll drink some more. We'll dance and sing and fight until the early morning light, then we'll throw up, pass out, wake up. And then go drinking once again. Kenny was killed in Kilkenny, and Claire she died in Clare. Tip from Tipperary died out in the dead year. Shannon jumped into the river, Shannon back in June. Hey! <laughs> What's it called? It's called Another Irish Drinking Song. Oh, but it's boy. by Da Vinci's Notebook. And apparently they're a cappella. And the song is called brontosaurus or the album is called brontosaurus if you want to look it up okay so when you started playing that song i don't know why but my mind went to like a looney tunes cart episode where like totally the intro is the acapella like leading you into the the little irish town and then bugs bunny shows up out of nowhere to do something like it's a lead-in song oh yeah uh, yeah, you get to the there. end of the rainbow and it's Elmer Fudd and the rest is the leprechaun saying, Me gold! Me gold! Okay, you know what? I just want to apologize to the to the whole country of Ireland. Not only has your culture been robbed, um, mm-hmm. but uh, I've really just added a coat of, of Irish Irish green paint to this uh to this tartan that we're doing here is tartan even, even that even Irish I don't even know maybe that's Scottish I don't do you um, know what <laughs> I think the Irish wear kilts as well I think they do yeah I do yeah. think so I think so anyhow um, yeah. 2021 we're gonna be better trying to be um, you know I, I wish I could blame it on drunkenness I really do. I, just, I can't even do that I can't even do that it just man I thought I was doing the right thing here I didn't know I thought we were probably I think you're it. doing fine I don't All have right. a problem with whatever you're with the music you're playing I think we have a good mix of songs mm-hmm. okay how many uh, how many songs do I have left before my misery's over here you have one I got two. Oh, bitchin okay great I can get through one yeah. more Okay, You're almost yeah. done. Oh, okay. Here I thought I thought we had like I thought I had like three or four more. I was like I was gonna go just retype in like just <laughs> play three Damien Rice songs and be done with it. <laughs> <laughs> I had Damien Rice. Here's Cannonball. Mind. Here's yeah. Blower's Ball Daughter. Pino. Here's just, what are the hits? Just play those. Great. Uh, I really love Damien Rice. <laughs> okay. Oy. Oh, Christina just texted. I saw. How's, how's it going? <laughs> well. Well, you had to be there, Christina. You had to be there. And really? if it was a shepherd's pie in <laughs> Ireland made of shit, it might be similar. Oh, no. boy. All right. Oh, boy. Okay. okay. So, again, this is another band that just popped up that I enjoyed. They're called Junk Drawer. Okay. Um, I like the name already. It's kind of like this of, episode. Perfect. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> I'm not going to describe them because... We'll listen and then we'll see what everyone thinks. But the, okay. the band is Junk Drawer. The song is Year of the Sofa. Junk Drawer. 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 Junk Dr
song i like the intro of it i think it's good it kind of reminds me of weezer and pavement had an irish baby somehow would come up with that and then nick cave came in and started singing on it (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah no actually i think they're cool that's pretty cool yeah i thought that was good i like the old school guitar effects too it's like that that cool tangerine dream like um phaser thing they got in that guitar is pretty cool there and in the uh when when it got electric and started kicking in it's pretty cool i like it that was good that's that was worth that was worth a spin was worth the Thank spin. Thank you. You know what else Thank is worth the spin? What? Um, Drink tell. the night away by Gaelic Storm. Ooh, can't wait. <laughs> I'm not even. I'm not. I'm not even like trying to mask anymore no. that it's that it's not stereotypical Irish. But here it is. Uh, it's called Drink the Night Away by the Gaelic Storm. I drink the place I know it's true Where the dolphins play and it's always sunny The girls are brown and the ocean blue That's what you do, but you make more money Hey, 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 laddie, hey Way, hey, hey, well, drink the night away I must be off by money It's like I can hear our bosun's whistle going I actually really liked that <laughs> that reminded me of like you can call me Al. Remind me of like a, yeah. a of like a Paul Simon, um, mm-hmm. yeah, song. No? It it was a good um, like modern folky song, and I yep. I do tend to love folk songs. They they have, they bring out some emotion in me that I can't describe. It's like a yearning for the past. Like I love Johnny Flynn. Oh yeah, um, yeah, and bands like even like. Mumford and Sons, like when they sure. came out, like there's just something about that sound that I love so much. It's like you can't fake it. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that song. It's it's I always, you know we always talk about this. The artists tend to lose something, or not just artists, but writers, painters, whatever. Yeah. People lose something when they when they stop when their head and their heart are not in congruity when they're not like operating as one. And with folk music, you always get they have to like they you can't phone it in. It's like. Mm-hmm. Marcus Bumford is outstanding at that. He can just yeah. go to that place and all of a sudden like 19,000 people are crying. You know what I mean? So <laughs> yeah. it's uh yeah, but that's super cool though. And the album is called Herding Cats. <laughs> Interesting. And yeah, so apparently that's a thing. I don't know. Um, this is a, and also it's weird. They're in a desert and they're on a donkey and they're all holding umbrellas and there's like a, Real pretty Irish lass pulling the donkey along with four dudes on it. So it was everyone in the band got to contribute to the album cover. Yes, and right. They that couldn't say no. That is know? a herding cats. Yeah, that that is a horse drawn by committee, which usually yes. looks like a camel. So there you go. Uh, All right. Well, what is your final song? Okay. For this atrocity that we're doing here, you actually have picked very thoughtful, good songs. So that you're saving it. You're saving today. You're welcome. Someday, um, hey, you know what? It's like when you see the footsteps in the sand and you're like, I thought I was walking alone. And then you say, <laughs> Julie says, no, I was carrying you. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> uh, thank you. Um, okay. okay, so now I'm going to go. I'm just going to play Floggy Molly. I looked back ah, to. You, that's a cop out. You no, can't play Floggy not. Molly now. You're going to play Seven Deadly Sins? 
No, I was going to play Rebels of Sacred Heart. Oh, that, that's actually a good song. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's actually a really good song. I was going to do Drunken Lullabies, but I'm like, eh, that's too. So I'll give you guys a, a band that maybe Mike would have picked anyways. I actually have them on here twice, but I felt it was a little <laughs> redundant. <laughs> there you go. We didn't, play, we didn't put them on the last Irish episode. We didn't, no. we didn't play Flogging Lullabies. We didn't play mm-hmm. Drunken Lullabies last Mm-mm. time. Wow, I thought not. for sure we did. So I feel like it's a hmm. missed opportunity. Like they're a great band. They're the be- they're the best uh, band I think that of that genre that tours right now. Like they're yeah, they're really good. Matt Hensley also. I mean, a guy who decided he wanted to learn uh, accordion in in his like late twenties and when he was a professional skater is pretty awesome. So I love Matt Hensley. He's awesome. So that's great band. Good choice. And always like. The most fun show that I've ever been to. Yes, yes, absolutely. Such a fun time. Where the whole audience is just arms wrapped around each other at the end of the night hanging out. You know, um, I would say for Irish music, yes. I would say for English music, uh, Skinny Listers like that too. Uh, exactly. they're they're cut from yeah. the same cloth those two bands so yeah, yeah. skinny listers are great band super fun band to see live if we ever get to see live bands but again. english pub rock and not irish folk rock right very so, different very different all right but let's play rebels of sacred heart because it's it. such a fun song there um really great band to to end something that's going to play around st patrick's day yep uh, we've talked about it before but floggy molly that you know they got their name from playing at molly malone's in on uh on the west side of la uh, for years and every you know every monday night or whatever they would play and so they would say they're flogging molly because they're there so often mm-hmm. and uh for a band like that a pub band from Los Angeles made up of members from Ireland and San Diego and yeah. San Francisco and all that to to be a huge stadium band really is a dream come true and it's it just it's a testament to if you have if you have it if you have it and you have a little bit of luck you can be the biggest band in the world and totally. they, uh, they they it I don't think there's you don't get a bigger band especially around uh, uh, around St. Patrick's Day. I mean, yeah, shit, people probably fly them in helicopter. I thought there was one show where they played a show in like San Francisco. They flew down here, played a show on the radio, and then they had to helicopter them to the House of Blues for another show they were playing. Oh, I mean, geez. these guys are doing like three, four. They do <laughs> like, it over time. It's their time of year. Yeah, the two weeks, the two weeks uh, around, you know, in the in the center and shortly after of St. Patrick's Day, Flogging Molly's making their cash. But uh, really great band and. Uh, I think a good way to end it. So that's awesome. I'm Put just me trying out of my misery to... by, by by beating me even with my Irish drinking songs. It's fine. You're welcome. It's fine. I'm it's just fine. trying to see if they're doing anything for for this year's. Um... Oh, they are doing a live uh, St. Patrick's Day live stream. They would have to. They yeah. would. Have. They probably did the same thing last year. I would assume. Yeah. Right. Because oh yeah, because people... it happened like right around this time. Oh, it might have just been canceled last year. Yeah, I don't know. Everything if they was kind of canceled last year. Um. Yeah awesome but awesome yeah very cool so uh that was it so good uh what was uh what's going on with you oh so let's talk about uh 
things we're doing. So let's talk about Stay Free Recordings. Why, thank you, Michael. Um, As mentioned in our last mini episode, I don't know if you got to listen to it, but my husband and I started a record label called Stay Free Recordings. We are fans of The Clash, so name comes from a Clash song. And uh, we... You know, we are huge record collectors, or I would say my husband's an obsessive record collector. And we thought, why not have kind of like a side project? Well, really, it started, I was trying to push my husband to bring back his old record label, Vegas Records. We actually spoke about it on the air. We were like, yeah. oh, well, maybe we'll just bring it back and, you know, we'll just get, just give us the logos and we'll, we'll do the back catalog and we'll do the rest. I still think there's an audience for it. There is, for sure. There, right there for now. sure is. Yeah. Um, but anyways, it turned into Stay Free Recordings. So what we do is we release exclusively 7-inch records. And in editions of 200 or less, around that 200 mark, um, you know, records are just so commonplace. People, like teenagers, it's what you buy them instead of a boombox, you know. You get them yeah, a record right. player now. So how do we set ourselves apart and make things covetable? and make things interesting you know put them in short supply or and um let them fly off the shelf so uh we have four records out right now um three of them i think are about 75 percent sold through at this point which is pretty cool mike i saw you guys bought records thank you so much for we that. own every one every one of them awesome. uh, well not we don't know every colorway but we own yeah the colorways i found interesting so awesome <laughs> yeah and that's another thing we try to do really cool colorways um and exclusive colorways stuff that you're not going to see anywhere else we've learned that people don't like black if you give someone a choice between a pretty blue and a black they're going to yeah, go with take, the pretty yeah. blue. Because they have the black already. You know what I mean? Like, they have plenty of black records, you know. Exactly. So, but the, uh, but I, I actually, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the Glenn Matlock from the Sex Pistols. Uh, Seven Inch was good. The the cover of Constant Graving was really yeah, good. Yeah, it was good. Um, and uh, also the, um, also uh, Johnny Marr's kid. What's that? I'm sorry. Niall Marr. Niall Marr. It was yeah. really good. Um, I've, I've heard his stuff before, but I really like what he did with the record. I really like the B-side, actually. It was pretty cool. Yeah. So, um, awesome. Yeah, no, they're really good. And, uh, yeah, so and, and all the others are, are great as well. I just, those were my favorites. And then I also got a cool Stay Free Recordings t-shirt as well. So Sick, bro. So there you go, bro. I'm wearing that around, bro. Sick. So, yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, if you um, you can find us at Stafer Recordings on Instagram. Um, we sell exclusively on Bandcamp. Uh, we also try to keep the prices low and um, just, you know, knowing for the younger audience, we want everyone to be able to afford a record. So, yeah, that's yeah. a big thing for us as well. Cool. And then uh, with uh, my stuff, with Bite Me Bambi, look what I have in my hand. Julia can <gasps> see it. It's a test pressing. Oh, cool. Have you test listened pressing to it yet? for the record. We listened to it. We approved it. Uh, awesome. It's getting sent off today um, Today to get re- repressed. So we'll have all that. Uh, we actually released pre-sale about a week ago, mm-hmm. and we are sold out. So That's there amazing. you go. Yeah, we're, we uh, we have some that we set aside, some vinyl that have set aside for packages, like people who buy T-shirts and mm-hmm. stickers and stuff as well. But all the single vinyl that we had set earmarked for that mm-hmm. is gone. So we're really stoked about that and uh, really blessed that people have uh, – hashtag blessed that people <laughs> are uh, – 
hashtag loving us, hashtag by me, Bammy, uh, that, that like the band. And um, it's really fun. We also have our Twitch stream every mm-hmm. Sunday. So if you want to spend an hour with us, it's uh, the by me, Bammy, like happy hour Twitch stream. I think it's on at four, four. on Sundays. On Sundays. Mm-hmm. And we usually it's about an hour, hour and 15, hour and 20 minutes, whatever. And we play covers and Twitch is kind of its own thing. I mean, you get on there and you have plans to do stuff and all of a sudden you're in sidetracked because everybody's kind of chatting and going back yeah. and forth and, and, you know, so, um, it's, uh, it's pretty fun. So, uh, yeah, if you can, if you want to go to bite and, uh, see if there's any vinyl that's scraggling there. I don't know if there is or, or not. Um, there are definitely some t-shirt and vinyl packages that are there for sure. And then uh, the Twitch stream. So if you go to www.twitch backslash by me Bambi, you'll be able to tune into our Twitch stream. Or if you have a smart TV, you actually probably have an app on your smart yeah. TV for Twitch. Mm-hmm. So you could just watch it on there if you want. And uh, it, it'll be fun, fun time. So yeah, we're, uh, we're hoping all this stuff will shake loose. We're actually making plans for touring and other things like that Great. once the pandemic stuff gets done. Uh, so probably the, the third, fourth quarter, mm-hmm. uh, fourth quarter of this year for sure. So We'll see. We'll, we'll we'll keep everybody posted, and everybody will know when when all that shakes loose. For sure, and I will say, like, I really enjoy your band. Your band takes me back to, uh, like, peak early, late '90s, early 2000s ska scene, and that was my jam. And I I enjoy your band. John and I watch your Twitch. Every I know. Yeah, I see. Sunday. I see you guys in the in the chat. Yeah, thing sometimes. We're there. Like, oh wow, they're there. Cool. We're there. Yeah, but definitely Mike's band is so much fun. Um, ska music, I think, is making a big turn or it's, it's gaining traction. And I think especially with bands like you and Half Past Two and We Are The Union, like there's so much good ska music out there. Um, Absolutely. That I love Absolutely. Um, and, and, you know, when you realize that it's just another... It's just another genre of music. I mean, it's just like jazz. It doesn't go away. And all the waves of ska or whatever, I mean, whatever. It, it For a lot of people, it never went away. They just... Oh, you know, for they, me, definitely always, did not. <laughs> they've always had it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, kudos to bands like We Are The Union, for sure, who are, mm-hmm. who are really pushing um, a lot of that. What I would consider like a late 90s, kind of almost when... Just because I was touring at this time, and there was a lot of bands kind of being influenced by emo music, and then they were still mm-hmm. playing ska... Um, you know, that one of my favorite, actually one of my favorite top five bands of all time, not even ska, just of any band is the Siren Six. And a lot yep. of the We Are The Union sound kind of sounds a lot like that to me. Uh, and uh, yeah, so they're doing really well. So support them uh, and Half Past Two and these other bands that are around. We're all, we're all kind of laying it out there. So it's just, we're having fun, but uh, we want you to come along with us. So feel free to join us and then feel free to support Stay Free Recordings as well. And like and subscribe to yes, this podcast. Please. And I will maybe I'll try harder if you were to like and subscribe. Maybe it's your fault, fans. <laughs> yes. Blame it on the people that we need. Maybe please. it's your fault. I'm gonna <laughs> gaslight the entire crowd. You know, if you just love me more, I would try way harder. <laughs> that that sounds great. Yeah, um yeah. I just wanna say, uh, We Are the Union did a really good song recently called Fresh Fruit for Rotting Punk Stars. Yeah, I saw that. And it was good. It called out, like, all these punk artists that, like, become part of the establishment, you know, and the system Uh that they were fighting against. I just think that song's really good. And that's natural. I I think that's natural the way, the same way, you know, uh, artists like... um, It happens. uh, Yeah, yeah, it happens. The, The same way artists like, I don't know. 
uh, th- people made a big deal when Revolution 9 was used in a Nike commercial. Because Revolution mm-hmm. 9 or the Beatles was a big revolutionary anthem at the time. Mm-hmm. And now it's being used to sell sneakers. And Spike Jones, <laughs> yeah. Spike Jones has framed it up nice to sell yeah. you some Nikes. So I think it's just bound to happen with certain things. I think mm-hmm. it's, uh, you know, and it sucks because there's realistically, it's like people don't know what you stand for until they know what you stand for, you yeah. know. <laughs> and it's it's a great way to sell yourself short. Um yeah, and, and so kudos to, to bands like that that are reminding us. So it's awesome. Awesome. Uh, well, cool. enjoy St. Patrick's Day, guys. Hopefully Top these of the songs morning to you. get you through that day. Um, yep. I don't know how St. Patrick's Day is going to turn out this year. Um, I think I more do. things. I'll be at oh, Bottoms really? Up getting my hat. <laughs> is that at the Lindbrook, Lindbrook Bowl? It's not. It's across the street. Oh. Uh, so I thought it was at Lindbrook, too. Cause that's that's okay. the world-famous Cobra Room. Got which is it. also great, mm-hmm. but if you were to cry, if you were standing at Lindbrook Bowl and you were to make, let's say, you were walking, you made a left towards Lincoln there, and uh-huh. then a right on Lincoln, it would be on your right hand side. Got it. So it's in a it's in a pretty uh, it's a pretty kind of bar, dude. <laughs> I love it. Ain't gonna lie. <laughs> like if you like if you were in that bar drinking and you didn't get COVID, you probably <laughs> already have the cure for COVID in your uh, blood. That's fine. Anyway, all right. We'll see you guys right. next time. Bye, guys. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to the podcast, follow us on Instagram at fa- and Facebook at Mixtape Mixtape Podcast Podcast for show notes, pictures. Ugh. If, if you-, you enjoyed listening. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And take three. If you enjoyed listening to the podcast, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Mixtape Mixtape Podcast Podcast for show notes, pictures, and behind-the-scenes snaps. And while you're at it, head over to... Don't fuck up. Better leather, leather, better leather, leather, better. (laughs) And while you're at it, head over to our website at MixtapeMixtapePodcast.com for complete playlists as well as links to all the songs on Spotify. Hey, I worked really hard on putting those playlists up. Or did you work really hard on avoiding other responses? Hey, don't worry about that. Just don't forget to tell your friends. One more thing. Or is it, one more thing! (laughs) (laughs) Not that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) One more thing. We know you're busy people, but go ahead and click to review. Give us a five-star rating or comment on whichever podcast platform you found us on. See See ya. ya!